welcome to episode 46 of the Raw Food Podcast. I am your host, Flora Jane the Rosharian, and in today's episode, we're talking all about healthy chips and salty snacks, which is something that is fun to talk about and even more fun to eat. So the essence of this episode is really that we're just kind of talking about some different dehydrated salty snacks that you can make at home. And I do start out at the beginning with a little story about how I know it's annoying to dehydrate, but for salty snacks, it's kind of like the best thing to do uh, from the raw food perspective anyway. And then throughout this episode, I'm really just sharing some tips to help you think about your salty snack cravings in a different way and some little stories from my life as well when it comes to salty snacks. So stay tuned and I'll be back with you shortly. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Raw Food Podcast. I hope you enjoyed our previous episode where I dug into the psychology of snacking. If you haven't listened to that, I definitely suggest it. There's some really fascinating things that our brain is doing every single day to help us make decisions about what we eat. And so when we can make some environmental changes, like the size of our bowl, how much we serve and all that stuff, it really helps take some of the load off of our brain. So definitely check out episode 45 if you haven't listened to that yet. But today, what I thought I would go over is just talk a little bit about the raw food lifestyle and some of these salty savory snacks that you can enjoy to really help you have delicious raw snacks that are salty and and just totally doing it for you in terms of your salty craving and that um, are not too complicated. So I thought I would just preface this by first saying that you've probably heard me talk a lot about dehydrating and I personally feel that there's no need to dehydrate sweets. There's so many beautiful sweet recipes that don't need to be dehydrated. You can make freezer cakes and, you know, cookies and there's so much stuff. You can dehydrate, but dehydrating takes a long time. You have to wait for like 24 hours sometimes. So don't bother with dehydrating with sweets unless you really have some weird reason why you want to for a special occasion. But when it comes to savory foods, I really have to say that when my dehydrator is going, you can guarantee that it's something savory in there because in a raw food lifestyle, we're usually making, you know, we make a lot of sauces and soups in our blenders. We make a lot of brownies and nut pâtés in our food processor. And the dehydrator is really used for crispy flaky, drier items like a veggie burger or that kind of thing that are just, there's really no other way to get that texture. So you know me, I love my simple, quick and dirty recipes. So some of the suggested recipes, a lot of them actually for salty snacks are dehydrated, but I do recommend that when you make some, let's just get that dehydrator completely full of salty snacks and make a whole bunch so that you can do it once and kind of enjoy them over the long term. So I guess this is my caveat at the beginning to say, I know it's annoying to dehydrate, but here are some delicious options in addition to your basic boring savory snacks like baby carrots and chopped celery, which, okay, they're kind of useful. And I was talking about them in the previous episode, 
But come on, that's not very exciting when you snuggle down to watch a movie and everyone else in your house is eating popcorn drizzled with butter and you want something that you can get excited about too. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Really, I'm going to be talking about the dehydrated salty items in two categories. I'm going to just really talk about chips in one category and then other is the other category. So let's just talk a little bit about chips, making raw vegan chips. So of course, just drive out to Whole Foods and get some delicious raw kale chips, you know, Brad's raw and all that stuff. But come on, people, these boxes or little bags of raw chips are like $10 and they are delicious, but that is a lot of money. So hopefully you can just make these at home. Hands down, kale chips for me have the best bang for the, I usually would say buck, but in this case, bang for your inputs. On therawtaring.com, I have recipes for yam chips and zucchini chips. <sighs> They're good. I like them, but I'm not addicted to them. They're not completely doing it for me. So we do have yam and zucchini chips that are good. And the idea with those generally tends to be to just do the, you know, slice it very thinly, dehydrate it and kind of season it afterwards. Because some of these things, if you put too much oil before you dehydrate, they will never, ever get crispy. So, so, okay, you got the yam and the zucchini chips. Then we have kale chips, which I have a lot of recipes for, and there's many out there. I think, now, what is it that people like about kale chips? Why are they so much more popular? I think they do get completely flaky and crispy, which people love, people, including me. They also really absorb flavor really well. So what you tend to do with kale chips is you kind of make a big, almost like a kale salad with a dressing on it, but you want to use a good dressing that's going to taste good afterwards once they're dehydrated. But the idea is you're kind of making this wilted kale salad. So you're going to massage a bunch of oil and flavoring like onion powder or nutritional yeast, whatever you like to flavor your kale chips with. And then you're going to dehydrate that. So somehow kale chips are really just in terms of like effort and the end result, I'm going to say that they are awesome. And they're actually very easy to do at home if you have a dehydrator and very satisfying. So I would suggest if you're into chips, go for the kale chips first over, you know, zucchini chips, yam chips, etc. I also have a corn chip recipe, but I have to say in terms of my recipes, that one is almost more like a corn cracker and it's good, especially good with salsa and that kind of thing, but it's not really, come on, it's not a corn chip. It's, it's not the same, but it is good. So those would be some of the chip ideas. Now, of course, you're going to ask me, well, can I don't have a dehydrator. Can I do these in the oven? And generally, my answer is always like, no, go away. <laughs> don't do it in your oven. I usually say this because back in the early days when I was experimenting with raw, I tried to do a few things in the oven and it's just not the same as a dehydrator. I have an article that it kind of goes into all the reasons why they're actually different. It's not a moral thing. It's just they don't turn out the same. So 
if you're not 100% raw, which is, is totally cool, just don't try to modify a dehydrated recipe. If you want to make kale chips, just go to the internet and use a recipe that requires an oven because then you're going to be able to actually follow the instructions a lot better that way. You know me, I don't love the idea of substituting things. I get funny comments and I love them and I answer them, but people will be like, I don't have tomatoes or onions or kale, but can I use like carrots and squash instead? Because once you start to substitute too many things, the original integrity of the recipe gets lost and then it just doesn't taste the same. So really, again, coming back to the caveat, I know a lot of these require a dehydrator, but they are worth it, particularly the kale chips. Now, moving on to the other category. Now, I think some of these recipes actually are in my members only area called the Rotarian's Kitchen, but you can probably find lots of different recipes out there. So in my other category, some of my really delicious favorite salty snacks would be onion rings. They are so good. I just actually made them and re-photographed them lately and they're so delicious. Basically, you're taking a sweet onion. So you can get these at the grocery store. Usually they're called, usually they're just called sweet onions where I shop in Canada anyway. They're a lot different than just the white onions. Sweet onions have a more um, subtle flavor and of course a sweeter flavor and a less like, whoa, onion flavor. So you, if you're going to make onion rings, you do want to um, just try to get an onion that has a milder flavor and a sweet onion works really well for this. But basically you're just slicing up onion rings and kind of, you know, breading it in this nice mixture. Oh my gosh, what's in it? I just made it lately. I think it's nutritional yeast and maybe flaxseed. Just ask me for it if it's not <laughs> available for free. I'll give it to you. Um, but basically, uh, those onion rings are super good. Now, one thing we should talk about, this is a bit of a sidetrack, but is storage. So onion rings, awesome, right out of the dehydrator. I think if you're not going to eat them all right away, they're not going to store that well. You're really going to want to dehydrate them a bit again because some things have a tendency to kind of absorb moisture again, and you'll find this with your chips as well. So they might be super crispy when you get them out of the dehydrator, but then if you let them like sit in a Tupperware container or something for 24 hours, they're gonna not be as crispy. So sometimes I do suggest, well, just store them in the fridge once, if they're done and you didn't eat them all, store them in the fridge, and they're gonna get a little bit more moist again and then just get ready to kind of almost think of it as like a microwave in a way like use your dehydrator just to kind of like re-dehydrate them a little bit again just to get rid of that excess moisture and to get them a bit crispy again so that is a little bit about onion rings but particularly onion rings they don't keep that well so you might want to start with a smaller batch i love those onion rings Let me think for a second. I also have a nice corn nuts recipe, which is very good. And it's kind of similar to the onion rings, really. The recipe is anyway. It's that same nice, really breaded, salty, kind of breaded, yummy, shake and bake kind of raw recipe that I created. So that is a really nice idea too. Corn nuts. 
Um, of course, very popular is the idea of cauliflower popcorn. So the gist of it would be, and this is for people who don't even really love cauliflower, because if you, especially if you dehydrate it, it's it's still a little bit cauliflowery, but it's it's more about the seasonings um, than it is about that cauliflower. So basically, with the cauliflower popcorn, you are simply making small florets out of the cauliflower. So you just want little popcorn-sized pieces of cauliflower florets and discarding the stock. And then you're kind of put that all in a big Ziploc bag and combine it together with really nice seasonings. Again, probably some salt. I think a little bit of olive oil, maybe some dill. I have recipes for these. You know, you're coating them in some delicious savory seasoning. And then you're going to dehydrate that as well. So that kind of turns into these little kernels. Now they're not going to get super crispy because cauliflower actually isn't that moist. So it's not going to be like super duper crispy. If you want super crispy, try the kale chips. But that is a really nice option as well. And even if you don't have a dehydrator, that one is actually cauliflower popcorn is a nice thing to try as a savory snack even if you don't have a dehydrator it's better dehydrated but you don't have to whereas a kale chip you must dehydrate it otherwise it's a salad it's a wet salad i also have kind of a weird recipe that's either you love it or you hate it it's based on seaweed and basically you make little seaweed sandwiches with a weird savory sandwich or sorry what's the word for this filling in the middle and dehydrate those and they become weird little crunchy addictive things so those are my seaweed crunchies and that's some of my favorite salty snacks that are dehydrated of course we could talk about having salty snacks that are just not dehydrated generally i love to just use fruits and vegetables in their pure form as snacks now they're not okay it's not the same as a chip but i do love like cherry tomatoes or baby carrots kind of boring but it works you know just to have something to nibble on um that also works too let me think what is a i'm hesitant to suggest that you snack on mixed nuts because that can be dangerous in terms of just getting way too much you know heavy sort of fat fats into your body especially with kind of like no major payoff because snacking is a lot about oh I'm watching tv and I'm just gonna snack on this thing it's kind of like you don't want to be eating like 50 almonds (laughs) but you it's okay to eat like you know 50 maybe 50 cherry tomatoes is a lot but you know I'm hesitant to suggest that you make a real trail mix kind of thing that's too nutty just to snack on so I'm going to steer you away from that if you're going to do that try to opt for maybe some some sort of non-nutty thing um, instead so those are some of my favorite salty snacks I definitely suggest although I rambled a little bit probably in episode 45 I think that there was some good tidbits there about snacking and why we snack and and what are some things you can do to help control your snacking? Um, 
I think the gist of it though is to really also get into some routines. If you're like me, you're doing a lot of things repetitively. So you might be sitting at your desk. Like think about it. When and where are you snacking? Maybe that might be, maybe you're a person that drives a lot for work or is commuting and you're snacking in your car or you're snacking in front of the TV. You know, so where are you snacking? What are you are usually snacking on you kind of have to help yourself by looking at okay where are my weak points maybe I'm at work and I never I'm too rushed in the morning and I don't bring my lunch so I'm at my desk and I'm hungry and I or maybe you're not hungry but I want a snack and I usually whatever go to the vending machine and get a bag of chips well let's think in advance about your weak points we all have them and think well what can I do to set myself up for success next time? And usually that all comes back to a lot of preparation. I know you're busy and dehydrating. All these things may not be a realistic solution for you. Maybe you need to do the less sexy thing and, I don't know, have some boxes of raisins in your desk. That's not a very, it's not even a salty snack. But there's sometimes... There is an issue where maybe you don't even care what you're snacking on. You're just kind of bored and you want to help your brain focus and you want to snack and get your TPS reports done at work. So I think it does all, again, come back to preparation. And these salty snacks, the dehydrated ones, I would say out of everything I talked about, hands down, I think my favorite is still just kale chips that I make myself. And I love to use dill on them. And, but of course I follow my own recipes. So I suggest that you look for a recipe and try out the kale chips if you haven't ever made any salty snacks. And nutritional yeast tends to be called for in a lot of them. And that's just because it does lend a really cheesy flavor, which is really nice to have on your chips. And that's basically it. One other tidbit I might share with you, which you might find interesting, because in my research for my previous episode about the psychology of snacking, I read about gender and snacking that guys tend to lean more towards the salty snacks and women tend to want more sweet snacks on average. Now, normally I'm not huge on like making, you know, big bold statements about men versus women but I thought that was kind of interesting because I do know in my house I'm a salty no I'm not a salty person I'm a sweet person all the way and I don't tend to need salty snacks but I always need sweets which I find actually really easy to fulfill with like fruits or easy to make raw desserts you know like my brownies or whatever else granola bars that I make stuff like that but for me, I don't tend to have too many salty cravings, but my husband is like a salty craving man and he loves the salty things and he can like, he doesn't ever really need sweets at all, which I find to be crazy, <laughs> but that's just a little tidbit. So as always, thank you so much for joining me. If you have any ideas for future podcast episodes, I would love to hear them. It's hard to, for me to believe actually that this is episode 46. Um, it kind of feels like I've done maybe 15, but every time I actually come in to record one, I feel a little bit like it's a little bumpy at the beginning. I feel like, oh, this is weird talking to myself. But by the end of it, I think, oh, 
this is not so bad. I should just keep talking to myself all day. So I will leave it there. If you're having a salty snack craving right now, what can I do for you? Try the kale chips. And if all else fails, remember, if you're having a salty craving, usually it's probably more like because you're bored and you just need something. So just try to put put a bowl of something boring and healthy in front of you instead, like mm, raisins or grapes or some sort of fresh berry or frozen grapes, something in front of you and see if that does the trick because a lot of snacking is just about shoving something into your face and it doesn't actually matter what it is. So that is my my handy tip for you. Signing off, enjoy your raw adventure. Love you, bye. You have been listening to the Raw Food Podcast with your host, the Raw Tarian. Be sure to visit me at therawtarian.com where you can browse over 100 of my absolute favorite simple satisfying raw vegan recipes that you'll find pretty quick to make and with just a few ingredients and that taste amazing while you're there be sure to sign up for my newsletter and once you've signed up for that you'll automatically get a pdf copy of 11 of my most favorite most satisfying most delicious recipes including raw vegan alfredo sauce raw brownies and a whole host of other delicious recipes that you can make at home that are raw and taste amazing. Thank you so much for joining me and I hope to hear from you very soon. And until next time, enjoy your raw adventure.